Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees have done it. They have reached 500. So 70-70, the Yankees improve to 500. It seemed like a miracle. Just weeks ago, they were like, you know, eight games behind, something like that. But nevertheless, take care of the Detroit Tigers at home. Uh, take two games out of three. Uh, mostly smiles for the Yankees. I mean, again, a bad outing. Rendon kind of maybe puts a little bad taste in your mouth. But overall, again, the Yankees playing well. Win their third series in a row. So you look at taking three out of four in Detroit. The sweep in Houston now taking two out of three at home. Um, seems like the Yankees haven't done this since, like, April or May. Uh, you know, winning consecutive series. So good thing there. And of course, the Martian makes his home debut, Jason Dominguez uh, at Yankee Stadium. And of course, really fits in like a glove, hits his first Yankee Stadium home run. So a lot of good, good positive for the Yankees. But again, time running out um, Then with them seven games back in the wild card with only 21 games left to go. So again, to all that, before we do, always got to remind you, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So if you haven't done it already, make sure you subscribe and go over to the YouTube channel, Section 420 Talking Yankees there as well. And subscribe. There's a visual version of the show, even though I'm sure you love to hear me but you would maybe want to see me as well uh there's different stuff in different areas so uh make sure you catch it all by being a podcast subscriber so yankees coming hot off the sweep of houston there and of course now you're looking at make the home debut of jason dominguez at yankee stadium and again it seems like this guy fits in the glove because of the roll call he kind of does the little et thing there in center field and i just find it kind of interesting a lot of these players act like well you know i don't hear the fans i don't know what's going on i don't read what's going on in the news this guy is like completely just locked in and Maybe it's just the fact that he's a 20-year-old and, you know, on Instagram, social media, and he's just more adept to the thing where you have more of your veteran players like, no, 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 I don't know anything's going on. So, again, does the ET salute with the finger there. So, kind of interesting for him. But more importantly, on the baseball field itself, uh, Yankees take the first two games. Um, the first one, actually, with you know, uh, was pretty much a breeze almost. I know, you know, took the Yankee offense a little, little while to finally get heated up. But a good outing by Garrett Cole, who just keeps rolling along there. Uh, game tied 1-1, and later on, uh, Gio Carlos. Stanton will finally hit that 400th home run of his career. Put the Yankees up 3-1 at that point. Again, Cole was dealing. He improved himself to 13-4. Again, you look at his ERA, 2.90. Again, strong, strong candidate for the American League Cy Young Award. So, again, it's going to probably be one of the small victories for the Yankees this season. But the other victory is going to be, of course, Jason Dominguez. Um, would get a hit in the game, but it would be the second game there. Again, the Yankees take the first game 5-1. Second game there where he would finally hit his first Yankee Stadium home run. And, you know... I guess the crowd, you know, again, you can see the crowd in the first two games. Again, again, I guess, you know, people kind of know they sort of out of it, so it wasn't exactly big crowds. But you figure there may be a little bit more people there for just the, the whole Jason Dominguez uh, phenomenon. But nevertheless, kind of a sparse crowd, but nevertheless, they and plus Detroit's not exactly the hottest ticket in town. You know, to see the Detroit Tigers play the Yankees. Uh, but he would finally, in the second game, connect on his first home run, uh, would put the Yankees up at that point, 3-1. to one. Now, the game got a little bit tight there. Detroit actually threatened later on, had bases loaded, uh, but Greg Weiss saw it up, uh, gets a big strikeout to get out of the jam, and in the game itself, Matt Manning would fall victim to Gio Carlos Stanton, hitting him in the leg with a 119-mile-per-hour comebacker up the middle, ended up fracturing a bone in his foot, which... He was actually came in back there. So back in, in April, he had a similar injury uh, with a comeback up, hitting him in the foot. So again, this guy just has bad luck with his foot there. But nevertheless, the Yankees come away uh, with the second game, 4-3. to three. So at that point, taking the series, and now you're just looking for calls from Doan to build off. Which again, the previous two starts, pretty good. You know, you would like to get more length out of him. But unfortunately, um, you know, this would not be Carlos' night. Uh, would surrender two runs right away. Uh, Torkelson would tag him for a two-run home run in the first inning there. Put the Yankees behind 2-0. And now Torres would get the Yankees back a run with a home run of himself, cut the lead there two to one. But it was a four-run fourth that would really just 
be the demise of Rondon. And as for me, the Yankee offense really wasn't able to put anything together after that. And the Yankees pretty much just get rolled over in the last game they attended three. You know, it's annoying they just want to keep the winning going because at that point, uh, they'd finally gotten over the 500 hump. You know, there was 70 and 69. And then you're looking at the wild card standings and you say, hey, you know, six and a half back. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but then you lose the final game like that. Now the Yankees uh, find themselves seven games back uh, still with 21 games to go. Again, I just don't think it's possible for them to leap, get back into, you know. Now, again, the only thing that benefits the Yankees a little bit, if you want to make that conversation, next series coming up against them is against the Milwaukee Brewers, who are somewhat of a decent team in the hunt themselves. But after that, you know, the Yankees could possibly kind of climb their way back into it. You got several games against the Boston Red Sox, who are just about a game or two better than the Yankees in the standings and overall, you know. Those are somewhat winnable games, and I know Boston's handed the Yankees their rear end for most of the season, even Boone admitted, but hey, look, maybe it's an opportunity for the Yankees to finally get, again, since this is a little bit of a different Yankee team than uh, about a month or two ago, that maybe they can maybe return the favor to Boston, and again, you have those six games against the Toronto Blue Jays, Blue Jays are about six games better than the Yankees in the standings and overall, but again, Blue Jays aren't exactly a dominant powerhouse, like, oh my god, you can't believe, I mean, those are winnable games, so it is in front of them, I just... Don't think there's enough games left, and I think what's going to happen is you're probably going to be in that last week of September. Maybe maybe at best you, you finish like four or five games out, and you're going to be kicking yourself in the pants. Like all those games that Yankees blew when they were in contention, you know, sub-500 teams that the Yankees couldn't put away, such as the Cardinals, uh, the Cubs, uh, you know, Chicago White Sox. Again, very all-winnable games that the Yankees couldn't take advantage of. Um, you know, I know it was a little different Yankee team, but still, the Yankees are going to be probably just going to end up that last week of September, just be about four or five games out and really kick themselves in the pants of how many games they threw away there uh, when they could be in postseason contention. So that's where the Yankees land right now. So take two out of against Detroit. They kind of at least winning series and keeping the things going along and something that we haven't seen really all season from them. So you like that. And Jason Dominguez, this again, guy seems like he fits in like a gov. And it kind of tells me a couple of things. Number one, I don't think there's any way they're bringing Harrison Bader back via free agent. I mean, this guy's a center fielder. He is the Yankees center fielder. This is on-the-job training, and he's ready taking the job. And I just don't see this guy's making no money, and he's under control for the next you know handful of years. Why would you go out and get a free agent like Harrison Bader? Which, you know, I like Bader, but look, the, the job is Dominguez right there. So that, that that's for sure. Um, and a little bad news for the Yankees, which we kind of knew this was going to happen with Rizzo. Before the series, they announced that he's not going to play for the remainder of the season. We kind of figured that was going to happen again. This whole concussion protocol thing. Again, these things are very tricky. We saw that with, with Clint Frazier a couple seasons ago in spring training uh, when he hit his head going you know, hit against the wall. And it's just... It just seems like these guys take a while to get their bearings back and their balance. And I guess they get vertigo, and it's just an ongoing thing. So I guess at this point, it really doesn't make any difference. Plus, again, the Yankees right now have the plethora of the infielders with Peraza. Of course, Volpe is already up. You have Gleyber Torres, Oswaldo Cabrera. So, I mean, you know, to have DJ play, you know, first base full-time, it kind of all just fits there because you'd rather have DJ getting a little bit older right now. It's easier for him just to play first base versus having DJ kind of run around there with a second base or third base there. He's definitely had some lower half problems, even though, again, he's hitting a little better. Um, again, had a big RBI uh, in the first game to, you know, to get the Yankees on the board. But nevertheless, if it keeps DJ, it's easy for him to play first base. It works out. So good. Rizzo, get your ass, get your bearings back. It has to work out better for the Yankees. Again, the only bad part about this series was Rondon just got knocked around and, you know, kind of has to always start over again. Again, intense starts for the Yankees. This guy's ERA is like 6.60. Uh, you'd like to get a nice full start out of this guy going like seven innings of this one run or shutout baseball. 
hasn't been there for him yet. And again, you figure against this Detroit lineup, this is something he would be able to really, you know, build off and dominate. But it's always like he's seemingly starting over again. A real lost season for Rendon. Just with all the injuries and consistency, hasn't played well at all. And again, not the first way you want to start off a six-year contract. So uh, I guess he's got another five years to catch up on this. So that's the episode. Uh, the Yankees are now host the Milwaukee Brewers. And they're going to go on quite a long road trip after that against some AL East foes, mainly the Boston Red Sox and then Toronto Blue Jays. So catch you on the next one. Thank mm-hmm. you.